to match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat children. We back. Motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast. Uh, I'm here, of course. Phil Hunt. Uh, got my co-host here, Ibrahim Khalif. Say what up. What's good, y'all? All right, uh, we got a special guest, uh, the, the most specialist of motherfucking guests, man. This is my fucking brethren, uh, my fucking brother, man, fucking Jason Scoop. Say what's, what's up. What's going on, everybody? Fucking outlaws of comedy, Ooh, man. Outlaws of comedy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, do you feel like you're a fucking outlaw of comedy? Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I see there's the way everybody views you and the way you view yourself. Right. And a lot of times the way we think we're viewed or the way we view ourselves, we realize that that's not how, not reality I, at all. I'm okay. Uh, Frank Terranova said this to me one time. He's like, yo, people either love you, like fucking love you or like want to see your death happen. That is interesting. Cause, like, yeah. Because I, I feel like I, I give people that same feeling of like either. But I, That's every, true. Every time I see even how mad they get sometimes at the shit that I say, I'm like, yeah, but I made you feel something. Like, don't you feel alive when you hate something? Yeah. I feel like everybody who has a problem with me either has no talent or just hates themselves. Like, hating shit, you really feel alive. Like, clan rallies, they probably really feel alive. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's probably the most alive anyone could ever if feel. If you think about where they're from, it's nothing to do, and that just keeps them getting up every morning. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, it's like Folgers crystals and shit for them. Yeah. <laughs> you think they have uh, snacks at the clan rallies? Do Probably. Do I was watching a documentary years ago, like when I was still in high school, about the clan, and they're like, if you got hate inside of you, let it flow. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle did to make that shit up. <laughs> and they were like... I, I hate Dave for that because Dave did that sketch so good that you can almost never make fun of the Klan anymore. Is that's mm-hmm. the definitive bit? Remember when he had the gay KKK and they were yeah, just yeah. Rip more polite? Uh, we um we think you should leave. <laughs> the gay KKK. They just no, asked them to leave. Uh, I don't no, even remember fucking, that one. That's the, good. The one on Django was hilarious too, though. We were just talking about okay, that. Okay, on Django. The Django, when he when he had the KKK come together, and they also and it, and it was like, he was showing how, he's like, my wife worked hard in these uniforms, and, and they had the masks and everything like That's that. That's funny. I only you watched that, that movie once, oh, but I don't man. remember a whole that lot of That part about the KKK was hilarious, man. I wonder if anybody ever brings Neapolitan ice cream to the Klan rally, and they just stare at it. <laughs> oh, you got the white what, ice cream what right I, next to the black ice cream. Do you think you got Taco Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I almost got into a fucking well, not me, me by proxy into like a fucking brawl when that movie came out. I was, that was when I was dating Crazy Callie. You remember? Callie. Oh man. And yeah. she was like, she was super high, and we went to go see it. And every time they used the N word, she would be like, start laughing. She'd be like, Oh, God, no, And these two black chicks behind her were like, Yo, can you shut the fuck up? That's and then funny. Callie starts beefing with them, and I'm just sitting there like, Jesus, yeah, fucking, that's can not you just the part of the movie that you should be laughing at. Yeah, she was a real piece of work. Uh, <laughs> Jason has a type of woman uh, would be crazy. Yeah, all racist, all uh, signs. <laughs> 
Capricorns, Leos, Scorpios, uh, crazy. It's the one craziest connected to everybody man. would be crazy. But you but you started in comedy fucking young too. Yeah, so really. All young. the shit you got into. I'm like, who wouldn't at twenty? Exactly. I think back now, like I'm twenty eight now and I think back and I'm like, man, I shouldn't have fucked this and I shouldn't have fooled around with that one. But I was just you know, you're having fun, that's what everybody does, but they're not in such an environment where you're like, you know, you know, with all your coworkers or it's just, well, I, the motherfuckers that say they wouldn't, it's like, no, yeah, but no one's trying to fuck you, as Chris Rock immortally said. No right. one's trying to fuck New Gingrich. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, you would have these, like, 30-something-year-old men judging you harshly, and I'm sitting in the middle like, ah, nah, at 22, I'd probably fuck those crazy hoes, too. Yeah, at least I was having I, fun. At least I wasn't a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. But, but see, that's the thing about comedy is that, you know... Back when it was fucking, you know, John Belushi and these motherfuckers was coked up, doing all sorts of shit. Yeah, Yeah. wasn't it Eddie Murphy that was talking about, who was he talking about? Uh, The dude on Comedians in Cars, he was talking about... uh, Sammy Davis. Sammy Davis, and he was like, that was coke! Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was... So it was like, you know, back then, and I mean, he he wasn't a comic, but in show business, yeah, cocaine, uh, you know, people didn't really follow the goddamn rules. And also, even six years, I find comedy has changed so much since I started. Like, you go back to six years ago, I think anything pre-Trump, anytime pre-Trump when the world was less crazy, comics sort of mostly got along, we all had fun, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 2015 till now, I feel like it's become warlike, and it's like men versus women, black versus white, this yeah, versus that. It's every everyone everyone's become very um, tribal, and like it's become a lot less less fucking like everybody just used to hang out and have a good time. Have I mean, like we're time, just fucking telling drunk. jokes and get drunk. Everybody's and, sober now. You know, yeah, everyone's fucking sober stories, now. Reta- you know, like everything you said, you meant. <laughs> Which, by the way, Chappelle did his speech. I don't know if you guys saw the Mark Twain speech. Yeah, did you guys check it out? Yeah. Which he kind of dropped dime on us a little bit. What was he's like? You think these motherfuckers are joking? They ain't joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they mean this they mean shit. shit. <laughs> but Which I struggle with because I'm like, damn, I do halfway mean most of this shit I be I'm saying. saying right? yeah. This shit is all. That's why I call it propaganda. It's like, nah. It's gonna mislead somebody to do some yeah. bad shit or some good shit, but either way, nah, I, just, I don't even think it's that. I think it just it just t- it's like the pressure relief valve. Whatever you got the tension in society and shit, the comic's job is to be like, I'm gonna say it so you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? There you right. go. And then it's like, okay, that we, and that we didn't have the corporate jobs and the nine to five right. and the suit and tie, and we were there so motherfuckers could come at seven o'clock. And let down their hair. That's the right. point. They're trying to turn comedy yeah. into like corporate America. Right. Like I'm That's in a cubicle. Like, and I got a dress code. Like what right. the fuck? They, like, they, like, they, 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 print, they print out what you say. Like uh, this week, the, uh, the comedian Brad Williams, uh, the, the midget guy, mm-hmm. uh, I was, I was had for that video. I something was... about, you know, it was basically he told a story about, you know, sneaking up on a girl. And, you know, the dude beside him kind of went jokingly, that sounds like rape, and then moved his chair away from him. And then he kind of replies, well, well, I think it's been seven years. And I'm like, Uh-oh. you guys watched this and y'all didn't laugh just a little bit? Yeah. Like, clearly he's kidding, but I think 
the joke he was kind of telling was that the dude's dick was so small, she didn't realize a midget switch. Right, right, right. And I'm like, y'all don't see the humor yeah. in that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are we acting like this is a fucking sworn deposition or something? Right, yeah. Like, nah, he probably didn't mean it. And before this- I could even finish telling the person that, he issued an apology. Yeah, it was like, yeah. See, that's another good fucking point. When they, you could disagree with it, but don't say it's not funny. Well, this mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And this podcast in particular, they were smoking weed, you know, during it. And Yo, it's like, this motherfucker's two blunts in. Yeah. And just telling the story and trying to be funny. Exactly. And, and trying to deliver. And it's like, uh. It's like another Shane Gillis situation. It's like, you know, you do a million podcasts, uh, you're drinking, you're smoking, fucking. This was a little different because it was like, where's the joke? If you just saying racial slurs right, to right, Sam, right. then it's hard to defend you. Which I, a lot of people I still, do. I still I felt he like was, he shouldn't have lost his job. Yeah, but I, I, but I think he was speaking in the voice of how those people would have spoke back then. Because they right. were speaking. Like in the terms of when Chinatown was first, well, yeah, it's all out of context. So it's completely out of context. I just think that they that they're taking a lot of industries, not just comedy, but if you look at society in general, they're softening it up so that people who are mediocre could could come and 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 yeah, it's a lot of point of view. Get what I'm saying? A lot of point of view. You can't make fun of Chinatown in New York City. (laughs) I don't want to be alive. Yeah, but but we coming around the circle. We gonna make fun of Little Italy too. Everybody coming up to Soho. (laughs) We making fun of your yoga doing ass. Right. We coming on up through the village. We making fun of y'all rainbow asses. Uh, we coming on up to Harlem. We making fun of y'all black asses. Washington Heights. So it's it's like waiting everybody. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think. Mm-hmm. Do you think that darkness may be a little correlated to greatness? Only because I was watching a little bit of the uh, Aaron Hernandez documentary before we started here, mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't know, man. To commit murder in between practices, you kind of gotta be on your shit, man. Yeah. Motherfucker hit a body, went out, caught 208 yards (laughs) on Sunday. But the thing is, this is why I always go back to O.J. Simpson. Always. Uh, All roads lead back to O.J. O.J. did a murder, drove back, caught the plane. But the difference, what makes O.J. such an iconic murder is he got away with it. Iconic. Motherfuckers also forget. He got away with it. He's the all-time NFL first first time. Oh, the first time. Was it two bodies he it had? Two, it was, remember, he got he caught a body while in college. Okay, right. He, but got, see, he got away. He I got thought you told me it was that. one guy. He I, killed I, two I might people. Have, I might have No, no, no. He killed somebody in fact. college. He got off from that. That was up in Connecticut. So yeah. he's on like some that. serial killer shit. And then, wow. really. dude, he's like, involved, like he gang, he's so affiliated. So what we can take from this conversation is that um, seeing as Aaron Hernandez killed not one but two people in between going to practice and playing games while OJ had to wait till he retired to start killing <laughs> that Mexicans do work harder people <laughs> nobody has more jobs and I heard he dug the ditch nobody can take that from him nobody but can take that from black killers efficient Two in one night. Two in one night. <laughs> one night. We don't like to make two trips. Officially, nah, nah, nah. That's wasting gas. <laughs> you make us and repeat ourselves told, or make two trips? <laughs> you a damn motherfucker. That shit is fucked up when he told AC, keep the car running. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see a car running, you're like, oh, some bad shit is happening right now. <laughs> like some of these mass shooters, when they go get them assault rifles, it's just like, was the car still running? I don't uh, even think, no, I think as crazy as them white motherfuckers is that they don't even 
drive to those mass shootings. I think they, they walk. walk. They walk. Yeah, that's that crazy. means you're deliberate in your life. Yeah. That still bugs me about James Holmes is that he brought that movie ticket. The oh, Batman yeah. killing. Oh, he actually paid. The movie. He actually paid. Who the fuck he got an assault rifle and buys the movie that's ticket? Funny. It's insane. That's almost like the dude. I saw this is video I shared on Facebook. It was a dude who found out his uh, his son's martial arts instructor molested him. Yeah, okay. So the dude fled the country. So then they extradited him back to America. The molester? When, the molester. Okay. So they, when he's walking through the airport, the father is in the airport. Yeah. He's posted up on a payphone. Mm. He turns around. As the dude walked by, he turns around, blows his fucking brains out. But the most hilarious part is that he hangs the phone up. Awesome. I was dying. <laughs> Yo, that's gangster, dude. Dude, Shit. that is the funniest part of that whole. That means blew he, his brain yeah. down and he was like. Man, he's been he like, like, It wasn't like a, like he just threw it back. He, or whatever. Been, he tried to. He, he put been, it right back on the receiver. He, he'd been oh, thinking about that, that day. Wow. Which, wow. Is, which is funny because even the whole Me Too shit, the only motherfucker to put hands on somebody was the Michigan State guy. The, uh, what was the motherfucker, Larry Nasser, that was touching all the little gymnastics girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. And the father, right yeah. in the middle of court, jumped across the table and started oh, yeah, smacking yeah. the shit. And it made me say, well, he definitely did that shit. Mm-hmm. A and B, you like, all these stories, ain't nobody did shit yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's just rock typing blogs. And mm-hmm. speaking of that Larry Nassar shit, my other ex, Crazy Alex Engelbert, Uh-oh. when she disappeared, left the country, went to India, did God yoga damn. on top of an elephant, came back. I see her at Old Man Hustle. She's like, oh, scoop. She's like, you know, I left the country because I was one of Larry Nassar's victims. Oh, she wow. made that. She made up a whole thing That's about how crazy. she was. I'm like, you weren't even a gymnast. Bullshit. That's that I'd have like, here's a triple axle right now. Here's some ice skates. <laughs> 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 Wrong sport, Wrong but like, you know what I mean. Let me see you land or, that shit. Do a, do a, what a triple somersault, yeah, yeah. real quick. Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah, that was some. But that's but, the type but, of crazy you just kind of play into it. That's wild. Yeah, that's it, some role playing. Now, crazy. Now, now, just think about how many other uh, sociopaths that are like that that will bring Steve up Ren that, is that, easy. That will who? You never heard of Steve Renazizi? No. You know Steve Renazizi? No, I know. The comedian. He's a he was a comedian. A lie white boy that lied about being in 9 11. Yeah, he lied about running into the tower. And sold that bullshit and, and for a good he said two, he was three years. Picking up grandmas or out of wheelchairs and running them out and running back in. Get the fuck and out he, of here. But people Duh. believed him. He got, like, and got all deal, types of work. All types of work and all types of. He was doing motivational speeches Man, and shit. He and was it turned wilding. out he fucking made the whole, whole thing up. The whole thing. Wow. Shit was crazy. I never heard of that motherfucker. Did he go to jail? No, because that's no. not technically not a crime. You're just an asshole. You're a fucking wow. dickhead. He ain't had to give none of the money back either. Super Mm-mm. dickhead. Got a publishing no. deal, all that shit. Yeah. There was a, there was a story. made Jussie Smollett blush. Damn, that's good. And I'm in SAG. I can't do that, dude. There was a book out about a guy that my dad knew. He used to work with. Uh, it was called Stolen Valor. It was about a, a guys who lied about being in Vietnam and getting like the Medal of Honor <laughs> and shit like that. Oh, you're a piece of shit. Dude, you got to be so, a different type of oh, motherfucker, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's, that's sociopath shit. Yeah, now who's to say that oh, a lot of this shit that's going on isn't connected to oh, motherfuckers like that? So who's into these grandiose, you know, so, yes, I'm a victim yeah. too. And it's Some like, of them believe that shit. Read, Some read, of them are able to pass tests. Read, read the book. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Damn, it was right there on the tip of my tongue until I said it. 
uh, uh, subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm. Subtle art. And the author of that starts talking about, I guess in the late seventies, there was some shit called deep retention memory therapy, Mm. where they were trying to unlock suppressed memories Mm. and. Of course, you know the average motherfucker in the hood ain't getting no deep retention therapy. Right. The fuck? You we push that to, down for a reason. Yeah. That's like you, a function. And you had a chick that you messing with rub your back up for a little bit, but you ain't fucking getting no deep tension with therapy mm-hmm. for fucking, you know, 2K a week. Right. Anyway, of course, rich white people were getting it. And not to their surprise, they started like just taking on memories and he was talking about one lady in particular accused her father of touching her when she was a child after all this therapy he died and then when he came like he died and it split the whole family up and shortly after he died she admitted like oh it was just the therapy i was going through he didn't Right. And it's like, uh, yo. I saw this other thing that was this documentary about this town in like Minnesota or some shit in the 1980s. Yeah. And there was like a daycare center. And all these kids were in the daycare center. And the daycare teacher kind of brainwashed the kids and like tried to convince them that like, oh, your parents molested you. And then the kids went and told the cops that my parents are touching me and stuff. And all these yeah. parents went to jail in the community. And then what? like 15, 20 years later, it all came out that they fucking all made it up and these guys were in jail getting raped and shit for 20 years. Wow. The whole thing was made up. I'm talking like at least a dozen yeah, parents. Man. This is this, this what I be telling motherfuckers, man. Life is stranger than fiction. It really is. It, the truth it, is stranger, it's stranger than, fiction. than fiction. It'd be man. a lot of shit that be happening that I'm like, yo, I can't tell if we going forwards or backwards. That's right. What the fuck are we even talking about? It's crazy. But yeah, that shit was unlocking some horrible memories where some people... That's why I try not to go to therapy. It's like, whatever, man. Shit, shit happened, I but I'm not fucking like deeply affected. At least I don't think so. I, I do. I think it's bullshit. The, the funny thing is, like, I, I find it funny how everyone has mental health <coughs> issues, but nobody's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I grew up yeah. with crazy was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everyone has no mental one wants health. To be that. Nobody wants to be crazy. It's Everybody, almost like a badge of honor now. Right. It's like mental health issues. Well, I, well, I find it funny the people that they don't give it to. Like I said, if you're going to give it to these mass shooters and different people, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to give them crazy and mental or give them mental health and then someone like Michael Jackson that they're digging up shit on and it's like. Okay, I'm not going to say that excuses him touching kids, but I'm going to say you do understand he's a little fucked up, right? Yeah, 100% fucked Same up. Say that R. Kelly was molested as he a child. He was molested. Uh, and I mean, that doesn't mean you go on to molest people. That's the key thing. No, but sometimes same you never time. know how motherfuckers take your own trauma. Well, well, what, you're well, saying is, what you're saying is... If but you're I'm saying it doesn't them, excuse it. Is no, it doesn't excuse just like don't excuse them motherfuckers for, for killing 20 people with an AR-15. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to give it to them... You yeah. don't even, like you said, they don't even look into it for those people. But that's you know what, what I, mean? I find funny is that, yeah, no one would say, well, Michael Jackson had mental health issues. And then, obviously, this whole toxic masculinity thing that you can read 25 articles about James Holmes, Dylan Roof, all these mass shooters mm-hmm. never see any mention of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. But I make yeah. one fucking joke about uh, what's <clears throat> the, the dude, Billy Porter. 
Mm-hmm. One, oh, one joke about oh, him and his dress, dress slash tuxedo, right. and then here come everybody to call me toxic. And it's yeah, like, yeah. see, you only do that shit to me. Now, what's more toxic, me making a joke <laughs> or a goddamn assault rifle? <laughs> I fucking had an encounter with him in Starbucks like three weeks ago. Billy Gordon? Yeah, 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 I was up early for a podcast. I love that I you said like, encounter. Like yeah, you well, were I was, well, no, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> so I, would, I woke up like still drunk. It was one of those mornings because I was up super early for a podcast. And I see him in Starbucks, and he's wearing, like, fucking high heels, and he's got a purse. And I just see him, and without skipping a beat, because he got that extra woke-up drunk confidence, I'm like, aren't you famous? And he's like, well, honey, if you have to ask, I guess not. And I'm like, no, I know you from someplace. Oh and then he was like, I was like, uh, I was like, can I get a picture? And he was like, no picture, but I'll give you a hug. And I was like, okay. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was a nice guy. Shoot a shot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and Jason, like, we're dating now. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, man you, you can't dress like the Riddler and then think I ain't going to make a damn joke, okay? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> just weird. Yeah. Matt did, you see, did you see his, uh, he's the R&B singer. Did you see oh, his God, video? No. Did you see the video with no. him all up on a girl? I, Who? In the video? Which one? Oh, Billy, Billy Porter. <laughs> oh, he was my. earning his sad card that day. <laughs> that was some acting. <laughs> he, he, it was his video. He was right. The, he was the singer. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But you can tell when you're looking at it, you go, everybody was watching the video. Yeah. Go, oh, yeah. He came all the way back then. Like, the way he was around, oh, in some shots, she was just like, just there. Yeah. She might as well be in this Gatorade bottle. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Hilarious. You can tell he just said, look, just sit there. Oh, and man. Do thing. I think I'm going to have to fucking Google that Oh, shit, look it up. Billy, Billy Parker's music video. It's hilarious. By the way, white boys, they've been good lately on the mass shootings, you know. There hasn't chilling. been one in a while. Which I'm tired of that shit. Like, let's do some old school shit. Serial bring killer. serial killers back. Let's bring that shit back. You know that shit was personal. Too many cameras around. Motherfucker, learned your birthday, your work schedule. Too much work involved. Romantic. There's too many cameras around here in New York. But if you go to, I don't know, Ohio. Jeffrey Dahmer. He brought his victims drinks. That motherfucker got you drunk first. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Just, these motherfuckers don't have no he manners. He was a gentleman. Jeffrey They're, Dahmer. That's what I'm saying. If you can't catcall the cowboy serial killer, 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 right? They don't. <laughs> they don't. You have no interpersonal skills. <laughs> no, no man walking around now has. Young men have interpersonal skills. They don't. Mass they walk with his fuck. So, a lot of them, yeah. usually, look, what they say about Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, all Charming. Them, charming. Charming. They well, knew how to talk to people. Saying. I guess, yeah, they don't have the fucking charm enough. So, if, so if, you take away the, if you take away catcalling, you take away all of this, you right. know, how are you going to serial killer? How you serial Ah, you got a point. Technology ruined the serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, I was thinking about Because you need an imagination day. to be huh. a serial killer. You, had to, you need an imagination. Creativity. A lot of those motherfuckers are well read. Yeah. You know what I mean? They did a lot of research. There was some mystery involved. Yeah. These motherfuckers now have no manners. They just come if in a public did, place. Go ahead, go ahead. Shoot I was everybody. Gonna say, I had a theory on mass shootings. I just came up with a couple days. I think the reason why there's less mass shootings is because it's not exclusive anymore. There's been so many mass shootings. Yeah, it's become You're hack. not a star anymore. It's become hack. Yeah, it's hack. become hack. You know You're what I'm like. Good old fashioned cult killings, man. What happened cold to that shit? Cult <laughs> killings? No, cults. cult killings. Oh, what happened cult to that shit? Imagination. 40 Technology has ruined it. Yeah, oh, you mean like the you mean like uh, the, the shit in Guyana? All that shit. Jet Jonestown. That you know shit. they say yeah. don't, this motherfucker or got Charles people Manson. to 
He got people to drink Flavor Aid, and that should be the commercial for Flavor Aid. It should have been. <laughs> Who's that? Jim Jones. Oh, Jim Jones, Jones yeah. And he becomes your mascot. Then. Not Kool Aid, because people always say, oh, don't flavor-aid. drink the Kool Aid. Right. It was actually Flavor Aid. Have flavor-aid. you ever listened to one of his speeches? No. That motherfucker was charismatic. <laughs> Jim Jones? Yeah. I've heard of him, but I never heard a speech. Yeah. Dude, he was like The Rock. Right. I swear he wore shades, he had like the sideburns. He was like that motherfucker was See, like that I could understand. I never understand all these people shades, like, they the tell you were charismatic. He was like the Versace rock. Right? I swear to God. And the voice, and I was like, yo, I can see why these motherfuckers drunk. If we see Ibrahim getting a passport, we got to stop this motherfucker. <laughs> no, because you like, know it's not worth it. No, what I'm saying is, like, motherfuckers be sitting there like, ah, oh, how did anybody? That's white people, blah, blah, blah. But then I saw there was black people, and I was like, I ain't getting niggas to follow. That's then I had to, like then I had to watch it. Then I had to watch it. I was watching the shit, and I was like, Oh, no, this motherfucker's charismatic. That's like, some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> he had the voice, like, he had the voice like The Rock from now the 90s. And I'm like, bro, this, this, this why he, this why this motherfucker was, got all those people together. Yeah. It was so wild, see yo. see Ibrahim uh, getting the flavor, A. We know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Which you gotta die after you drink flavor, A. <laughs> like, you would get clowned for having that shit in the cabinets when <laughs> I was a kid. They'd be like, this motherfucker is poor. This motherfucker poor as hell. Ten more cents. For the Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> you can't afford the fucking Kool-Aid. Nah, fucking poverty, dude. Fucking flavor-aid. Yeah, Jesus what Christ. was the other bullshit? People. I'm going to tell you what was another status symbol. Was cereal. Yeah. Motherfucker, I grew up, my, man. If your mother bought you Kabooms Boy, or King bro, Vitamin, bro, she did bro, not love King you. King Vitamin, yeah. That was the, the welfare cereal. worst fucking cereal ever. We did used to make fun of that shit. That shit was like Lucky Charms gone bad. <laughs> Had this out-of-work clown. On the box, Captain No Crunch. Kaboom. Oh, you Kabooms? Kaboom was, Kabooms the worst. was horrible, yo. Yeah. It tastes like the box. And King Vitamin was Captain Crunch without the berries. Mm-hmm. Okay. But fuck? worse, as soon as it hit the milk, it went soggy. <sighs> yeah, that's. It was bad. like you throw up. It's fucking nasty. It's probably chemicals in there, too. Remember in China, going, and they don't have regulations in there. <laughs> remember going over my cousin's house, and he had that shit just being like, man. Couldn't wait to get home. Like, this shit is bad. Even if you eat it you dry. ain't no king eating this shit. Even if, <laughs> even, if, even if you ate it dry, it sucked. Yeah. It was like, it's bad. How's it still soggy and it's dry? Do they still sell that shit? <laughs> is it still around? Oh, it's around. It's all around. Know. You go to the dollar store? Yeah, they got all that shit. Oh, I'm going to tell you what's the... Because what's the, I grew up in poverty. The dopest poor motherfucker cereal was, was, uh, was Crosdale's Marshmallow Stars. Nigga, I will buy that today. Like, <laughs> All marshmallows. Marshmallow stars. Blood Bro, it was like sugar. it was like Lucky Charms. Okay. But for poor motherfuckers. And <laughs> yes. it was the best cereal. We're, I bought two, three boxes of that shit when I was a kid. I was like, hey, give us that. Even when we start having money, I was like, yo, get, buy that shit right there. What's your guys' favorite real cereal? Uh, mine mm-hmm. is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, I still That's eat up that there. shit. I'm going to tell you what's some... I'm a, I love cereal. Like, right now, I eat, like, healthier shit. Mm-hmm. But, yo, when I'm, like, not giving a fuck about my body... Have you ever mixed Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs with Cocoa Puffs? No, I don't mix. You're a Bruh. mixer. Bruh. If there's some pussy better than that, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. That's the shit right there. Yeah. That's the shit right there, bro. I might have to try that. Bruh. Yo, 
I'm a Captain Crunch guy myself. Captain Crunch. Peanut Butter Captain Crunch. Crunch. Oh, but, peanut but, butter. Mm-hmm. But as I like the, the I just Captain Crunch with the berries. Really? Yeah. As the late Ralphie May taught us all, it cuts the fucking roof of your mouth. We all know this. What peanut butter crunch? So you Captain like Crunch. pain also. You know, it is yeah, Captain I Crunch. guess it could always be. fucks up the roof of your mouth. I even like Captain Crunch when it would get a little soggy. If you believe it and come man. back to it, I, yeah. I like the special Captain Crunch, like Christmas Crunch. That shit's okay. good. Okay, Christmas. You can get that okay. shit to somebody as a gift, and they'll take that shit. They <laughs> came out one time with Oops All Berries. The berries still. All berries? No, they still got that shit. It's Is it still, around in still? In the stores, yeah. But it was like in select stores and shit. Like, you yeah, couldn't yeah, find yeah. it. Had to drive around I've seen that, but I was definitely in I could eat a whole box of honeycomb. I'm a cereal motherfucker. Yeah, great. When yeah. I moved out Fantastic. on my own, that's all I bought because I couldn't cook. Yeah. Like, that's all I bought was cereal. It was great. <laughs> you can't fuck up cereal. No, you, no, you really cereal. can't. <laughs> you, you really a special motherfucker. So, Jason, you from Long Island? Yes. What part? Uh, Levittown. Levittown. Yeah. Okay, it's cool, nice. cool. Fucking Levittown, man. How, how was it growing up there? Like, uh, Levy- kind of middle class? Yeah, middle class, very blue collar. Um, everyone's dad was like a contractor or a construction or electrician or a plumber. It's very Italian. Those are all the good racist jobs. <laughs> right, right, right. Where you're outside, so there's nobody to even record the shit you're saying. Right, that you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, well, I'll tell you this. The main thing, I was always kind of different because. Uh, I wasn't Italian or Irish. Everybody else was Italian or Irish. But I, I, I fit in, you know, because everybody was cool. You, yeah, know? you guys can't see Jason, but Jason's clearly not white. <laughs> but you really can't yeah, see. Yeah, I'm ambiguous. I'm very you really ambiguous. You can't tell what the fuck Jason is. You almost got to ask. Yeah. <laughs> very ambiguous. And still not believe him. And still not believe him. <laughs> yeah, still yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not sure. The thing is, I'm a weird mix because, well, my mother's from Trinidad. And Trinidad is in itself a weird mix. Forget, like, my dad being Polish. Like, just my mom herself is a weird mix. You know, she's... It's a, it's a mixture. It's, it's white. It's black. It's Indian. Those are the three things. And then my dad is po- like, a, like Polish, but like really fucking Polish. Like he's <laughs> really like, he's like Polish. red. He's not even white. He's red. Like he's like blue eyes and blonde hair. And <laughs> he's not even white. He's, he's red. He's red. red. He looks like my dad. He's fucking like, even in the winter, he's kind of like red. He's very like his veins are so blue when they stick out. And, um, yeah. And so his I, dad's listening. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I even get offended. Call me red, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, your dad can never get offended. Yeah, your dad's cool. a blogger. <laughs> talking shit, because God knows they're always offended. No, they. Oh yeah. Tyler no. Perry need to give me a job. <laughs> what? Nah, my dad's cool, but yeah, I grew up in uh, Long Island, and that was uh, yeah. Can't complain about what, that. What made you get into comedy, man? Like who was like your I was always. I was always really good at imitations. I always, um, I always, uh, especially when I started watching Saturday Night Live, Daryl Hammond, when he would do Bill Clinton and he would do Regis Philbin and uh, even Trump back then. And everybody was hot back in like the early, late 90s, early 2000s. Daryl Hammond was like, he's probably my biggest, he's probably the reason why I'm here right now. Dope. Watching him do what he did. I have to check him out. I, I yeah. didn't watch SNL a lot growing up. I yeah, mean, he was, it just missed he me, was but I'll have to look him up. But that's, yeah, you do do some great yeah. impressions, and Trump is one of the ones you do do. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Jason kind of predicted this whole Trump thing. He has a tattoo, a Trump yeah, tattoo that he got pre-election. Yeah, this is one of my favorite stories because nobody could steal this shit. 
I love to have a joke that's a story, cause a personal story, because nobody can steal that shit. Basically, hey Steve Renazizi is oh, out that there. Oh, piece of shit. Yeah, he's gonna fucking, he'll, he'll go. Man. If you think he won't steal a 9-11 story, oh, he'll steal the fuck out of a personal story. Basically, to make a long story short, uh, the day Trump announced he was running and... You know, everybody kind of laughed and thought it was a joke. I certainly did. I got hammered that night. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. Man. I got I, I got hammered. Did you, though? Yeah. Everybody says that now. No, I can pull it up on Facebook. I told everybody. That's okay, great. fair it's enough. My, it's in my memories. So, meanwhile, I, see that. I, that night, I'm sitting at a bar in the East Village. There's a copy of the New York Post there with Trump's face in clown makeup. <laughs> And I'm like, and it's got all his quotes around it. It's like, I'm going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. And I'm laughing my fucking ass off. And um, this idea just hits me. I've never gotten a tattoo in my life. I'm like, yo, what if, I'm, you know, I was, I'm crazy now, but I was crazy, crazy back then. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, eight, nine tequila shots. And I'm like, yo, what if I got a Trump 2016 tattoo? So my buddy so, goes, yo, that's so, if you get that shit, I'll pay for it. Because that's how crazy it was. So tequila makes you like tequila, Trump. Tequila, yeah, tequila that's, makes that's you like, tequila got Trump November elected. November 6th, <laughs> drink you some tequila and head on down there. So him, Melissa Diaz, another good comic friend of mine, and her boyfriend, who wasn't even her boyfriend at the time, they all chipped in 50 bucks. So I think my tattoo actually brought them together. <clears throat> They're now like madly, deeply in love. They've been together since back then. Fucking Trump brings people yeah, together. Yes, he Why does. So we uh, we go to the tattoo place. There, it, it's like so late at night. It's like three fifty. The guy's closing shop, and we're like, "Yo, can we get a tattoo?" And he's like, "No, come back tomorrow." They're like, "No, you don't get it. This guy wants a fucking Trump twenty sixteen tattoo." He's like, "Yo, I'll open back up for that. That's crazy." He even mm. called his son who lived down the block. He's like, "Son, you have to come. He's the guy. Oh, a yeah. He was like a tiny. He wants the Trump uh, so he come and it was funny is like Trump was railing against Mexicans the dude who did it was like a Mexican like a Mexican his name was like Pedro and shit he was like three and a half feet tall he was like yo this is crazy and I'm like I know and then um Long story short, I ended up meeting Trump because he did a book signing, and I'm like, yo, this is perfect. The media will be there. I'll get publicity out of it, and, like, it all worked out. And, like, I showed it to him, and he was like, this kid, look, that's a big deal. Look, that dude, it's a big deal, and I know deals. I wrote the art of the deal. <laughs> look, I got to win the election for this kid. And, uh, yeah, so I fucking got a ton of – I got a ton of gigs out of it, a ton of – Radio interviews, press, it just yeah, it did man. wonders that's, for me at the time. Everybody voted for him, but nobody <laughs> will admit that they voted for him. It's kind of weird. Well, that's what I, I say. Know. My joke is uh, it, it, being a Trump voter is like being gay in the 50s. Because I ask every audience, <laughs> I'm like, did anybody here vote for him? I'm like in the middle of Ohio. I do the research every yeah. town I go to. You know, to see the town, they're like, they voted for Trump 89%. I'm like, did anybody here vote for Trump? You could hear a fucking pin drop. Yeah, it's weird. It's you like, know, so. like being Ja Rule fans, where people just don't admit it. It's like, the motherfucker <laughs> sold six million albums. Six million. And y'all acting like, didn't nobody buy it. Nobody buy it. <laughs> now yeah. the guy has a punchline, and everybody's right. just like, nah, this dude's a joke. He's like, he wasn't a joke like 10, 15 years ago, motherfucker. He's like, yeah. thing going. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what age did you actually start comedy? I started comedy the summer, I do, uh, the summer I graduated high school, so that was the summer of 2009, but I was like kind of just dipping my toe, like I can't speak for anyone else, but I know a lot of other comics I've spoken to, you start, but you you tell people, I'm a comic, but you're doing like two mics a month or something, yeah. Yeah, I did that like my first year or two, and then by the third year, it was like, all right, I think I should really do this, but but I was also young, so I couldn't even get into shit a lot of times, I remember like. 
going sneaking in the back of a play. Yeah, I had to do literally that shit get too. it on I was, stage. And then I wasn't get, 21 yet. I was like, the fuck out, yeah, so. I was like 18. I had to have like, because uh, someone sponsored me. Like, okay, I'm watching them. Like, yeah, to yeah, enter yeah. a bar in New York City. That's like the law here. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Dope. So uh, you started. Would you, where did you start? Like in Long Island? I did an open mic at this coffee shop in Long Island, and like you know, I thought I did good, but I was probably like fucking terrible at the time. But my first city open mic was at Stand Up New York. Stand Up New yeah, York. Yeah, I'll never forget that. That's where I met Nico. Nico yeah, was yeah. the first comic I ever met. That's crazy. Yeah. And you stand guys are like up New the York. same age, aren't you? Yeah, man. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, Nico was like one of my first friends that I met, and uh, yeah, man. Cool. So what? Seven, seven years now? Eight, maybe. How many Something years? Like I can't that. count. I'm four. Damn it. Yeah, I'd say seven. Taking it seriously, seven, like about seriously? seven years. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Dope shit, man. So back, back to Long Island. Like, did you? Uh, when you were growing up, you getting like a lot of fights and shit. I got in two. Usually do because we're wise asses. I got in two fights. One was with this kid, and it was the dumbest reason. We were learning about um, this kid, uh, Brian, um, <coughs> Brian. Uh, you don't have to say his name. Remember, like, don't indict yourself. Yeah, <laughs> but he was like this goofy fucking Irish kid. And we were learning about <coughs> evolution, and we all know evolution is like the story of the monkeys into humans. So I just said that he looked like a monkey, and he wanted to fight me. So long story short, he he was I didn't know how to fight, so he kind of nobody. But I, knows I don't want to say fight. I don't, don't want to say he kicked my ass because he didn't kick my ass, but I was just unprepared. And the next day we were like buddies again. But long story short, he's in jail now for six years. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that like a real true fucking right. anger. Like he had something. <laughs> yeah, you said it. No, like I mean, I feel bad for the guy because he's a good guy. It was Do just you a, really? It was, he's, I feel bad for the guy. Do you really? <laughs> I mean, this was such sophomoric, stupid ninth grade but high school shit. That's why it's funny. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. funny. So it was in high school. So you said he looked like a monkey. Did he yeah. say anything back? Yeah, he was just like, he immediately was like, yo. He's like that's when the tough like, talk. Begins. Yeah, he's like he's like fucking. I can't. I mean, this is so. Obviously, can't. But he basically exactly uh, at that moment, I think we had a substitute teacher too, so the teacher wasn't really. Paying oh, that's great. The cell was like, they'll pay me for this. And shit. then like the whole school came and shit. And the then, whole school. Yeah, like half the school, and then it got dispersed because like the the guy who like mowed the grounds, like the lawn and shit, saw the it. Janitor. And then so we all had to fucking disperse because then like the cops pulled up, so we all ran, and then the next day we were in the fucking principal's office and shit, and, and then. And we were cool the next day, but anyways, he's in jail for six years now for vehicular manslaughter. God damn. He was, uh, yeah, he was like... He never let go of you calling him a monkey. Nah, the dude was crossing the street and was like, what's up with you, you fucking monkey? And he ran him the fuck over. Yeah, no, man. It's like, why is everyone keep saying that? His arms were dragging the ground. (laughs) It's even more fucked up because it wasn't a pedestrian he killed. It was like his best friend who was in the passenger seat. And oh, the car shit. flipped over like six times, and he killed the kid. And then, um, Damn. yeah, that was like his best friend. But the kid did say he looked like a monkey. So he <laughs> he said, "Oh, I got something for you, motherfucker." Yeah. So, so I guess. Did, did he like? Did you get in a hit? Did you hit him? Yeah, I got in a couple hits and shit. He swung but first he, or you? I actually swung first, but I was so fucking inexperienced. I like hit him in the shoulder, and then he got a bunch. Of, yeah, like a bitch, man. You hit him I was in such the a shoulder. fucking. And nah, he, no one teaches and then he, us how to and fight. And then he got a bunch of headshots in, and then, and then yeah, 
And then like I was almost kind of dodging. I was like dodging a lot. I was like, oh shit! I was almost kind of like running and shit. And then that probably lasted maybe like two. Two minutes, maybe two and a half minutes, and then that's when the janitor and the, the cops started coming by, and that's when every everyone dispersed. You took a couple headshots, yeah, and then a, you were like, yeah, "All right, uh, let me try to use my legs here." You were doing the Urkel <laughs> shuffle, doing the Urkel <laughs> shuffle, <laughs> fucking Urkel shuffle. <laughs> started fucking dancing. Yeah, man, that's what's weird about fights. Like, it's like people don't train you for confrontation or yeah. prepare you for confrontation. Yeah. That shit just happens. Yeah, and then like the other one. Was this kid Abhinav Shwarma, this Indian kid? God damn. And he was like trying to, like, he was like texting my girlfriend at the time. This was like my first high school girlfriend and shit. And he was like, he was basically like lying about shit. He was like, oh, Scoop fucking said this and that. He was dirty Mac. Yeah, he was dirty I Mac. I hate dirty Mac. So That's at the, the time, worst. we both worked at the honey baked ham. <laughs> it was like a seasonal job, Already so like, funny. and I, like that shit got me God, so heated. I hope you say you hit this motherfucker. <laughs> so with that a shit ham. got no. What happened was I grabbed a broomstick. Oh, like a shit. mop, and like I fucking like swung at him with the mop and shit. And at this point, I was in favor at Honey Baked Ham because the boss liked me and shit. But yeah. she was like, "No, get the fuck out! I'm gonna call the cops!" And they had to like drag me out and throw me out. And I think they fucking threw him out too, but after me. So I was gone at the time. And then we had we fought outside of Dunkin' Donuts, and that was more of an equal <laughs> fight. Some very Long Island shit. Yeah, everything's outside of a strip mall. Right, right, right. And literally a strip mall, the Dunkin' Donuts there and shit. And that was more. I would say that was more of an even. I don't want to say I want. Maybe I want. I mean, I don't know. He was like a chubby Indian kid. Did you kid, hit the so kid was, first? Did you tell him why first? Like, yo, you texting my girl? Yeah, like, yeah. There was there was conversation. He knew. And then, he yeah. knew what it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he rolled up. He, he knew, knew why you wanted to do. Yeah, I was I was supposed to fucking. Smash this girl anyway, and then, long story short, I remember she came back to me and she was just like, "Yeah, they said like you were talking about how you're gonna fuck the shit out of me and all this other stuff," and I'm just like, "Huh? I never said any of that." That's and then I'm thinking because I only told like two or three people and I never could figure out who the fuck it was. And to this day, I wake up out of my sleep like. Who told her all that? Next was woman. Next was woman. Right, right, Who the fuck told her? Hey, yeah, I still like that. Somebody set you up and it was probably a friend, bro. I missed out on some pussy. That Abinov kid was a friend. She would never tell me who it was. That's the worst way to get some pussy. Like, if any of you dudes is listening and that's what the kind of shit y'all be doing, just know that that shit's going to come back to you. Yeah. That shit is the worst. That shit still wakes me up in the middle of the night. It's just like, who said these things? And I was, and she was kind of a hoe, but who cares? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Even if I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was never much of a kisser and teller because then that's the then, worst shit. Yeah, you build a level of trust with these chicks, like, oh, okay, he doesn't. Talk. That's like that Aziz shit that I read where I'm just like, you're kissing and telling. Shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like, this is your personal business. Like, no one needs to know this and. You know, how, how big his dick is and how much shrimp you ate. Like, when she said that was the worst night of my life. I'm like, you've had an amazing, amazing fucking life. Amazing fucking life. And, like, she's like, we met at an Oscar party comparing mm-hmm. vintage cameras. Yeah, and, and she I'm was like, there with the dude. That yeah. was the odd and part I'm like, to me. If your life, if you're at an Oscar party or an Emmy, whatever and it was, and you're comparing fucking, like, $700 vintage Fucking cameras yeah. with stars, and you're gonna, yeah. and then you, fu- and then he takes you out and buys you lobster and shit, and comes on a little too strong. It's like, 
Dude, just, and she's like, I gave him non-verbal cues, man. Just shut, like, what the fuck? Like, but I, I, the fuck is that? I felt like that was when the tide turned a little yeah. bit because you did even have some women come out and say, all right, chick, this was yeah, yeah. Clearly, a lot of women come out and defend his views on something. You had a fucking CNN anchor be like, yo, this is some, she looked right day. at the camera and she was like, yo, this bullshit. is some bullshit. I feel like she killed Randy, though, because that character I haven't seen since. Remember his last special? He was really serious. Mm. He was, oh. he was serious. He was doing jokes, Aziz? like really talking, know. like almost as himself. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a little strange, but yeah, that was dope to see. But it was also like, wait, what happened to the silly guy, man? That sings R. Kelly songs. Yeah, which he addressed that shit too. But mm. yeah, man, fucking Long Island, man. So two two fights, two fights. So you feel like you went one on one? Yeah, probably. I would say so. That's pretty damn good, man. Yeah. That means Long Island is a pretty pretty safe neighborhood man well you know i mean i avoided it i wouldn't there were a lot of fights all the time there were fights in the cafeteria there were fights i avoided shit for the most part because i was just the funny guy man <coughs> yeah. the funny guy gets out of shit but also sometimes people go oh i'm gonna kick oh, your funny, funny ass oh, funny man <laughs> like uh i remember uh there was one time these twins these twins jumped this dude which which we was out of the bar and i know they had the, the dude the whole time it, he's getting his ass kicked, he had to be thinking, like, how many drinks have I had? Mm. There's two motherfuckers that look exactly alike kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember right after in the parking lot, the dude looking at me and going, don't you say shit. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why do you think I'm going to say shit? <laughs> but we forget it because we're like the town criers. We always mm-hmm. are fucking mm-hmm. joking around and yeah. shit. Like, I, I remember another time in school, it was this fucking fat kid. You made me think about this shit because you were talking about fighting at school. This is fat kid. His name was, I'll say his last name was Wildeby. So, fat I used to. Fat kid named Wildebeest. So, what do you think? I used to call him Wildebeest. <laughs> That's funny. He had these shoes, these fucking gym shoes. And I used to say they, they, they look like they used to be skates. I think. Mm-hmm. He, like, bumped into me or something, and then he said some smart shit. I had glasses, four eyes, some typical shit, and then I fired back, like, two or three times. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like, nah, fuck that, because you bumped into me. You didn't say sorry, called me four eyes, made fun of me, so now I'm fucking, and everybody's just laughing. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I'm thinking, like, you know how you go <laughs> home, and you lay down and you think, how am I going to get this motherfucker tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Let's turn up the heat. Mm-hmm. Man, I get to school the next day and the teacher called me over to her desk. And then we had to go out into the hallway, made me apologize to him. His mother was there and mm-hmm. said that he was at home crying. What? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Like, damn. What? Yo, that reminds me of a story. Another fat kid. This kid was Vincent something. He was fat as fuck. (laughs) I made him switch schools. God damn. Over some bullshit. Basically, this, it was just unfortunate timing. This was around the time Columbine had just happened. Oh, shit. And I was like, I was, I was very, uh, so I had to be like six or seven, and I was very, like, still 
creative and like not very mature like i was just like still lived in like this fantasy land so basically the movie batman and robin with arnold schwarzenegger had just come out and i was going around being like i'm gonna build a freeze gun i'm gonna build a freeze gun yeah you know like arnold schwarzenegger totally innocent you know he had that cool you guys remember the movie yeah he had the fucking gun everything with freeze and shit so this is i was going around blabbing about the freeze gun like i guess the, this was a couple days before columbine and then columbine happens and now this kid freaks out so he tells his mom he's like yo this kid was saying he's gonna bring in a gun right so i was so shy believe it or not i was shy up until third grade so the teacher's like did you say you were gonna bring in a gun i was like uh yes i was like i didn't fucking know freeze gun yeah. <laughs> i didn't even say freeze gun. right so now they bring the psychologist and the principal we're having a meeting and my mom is there like and the thing is, like, it all got, you know, solved. I told him it was just, I was just joking about, you know, the Batman movie and everything. But that kid's mom or dad, parents got so freaked out oh, that they took him out of the school. Right. <laughs> they put him in a different elementary school in the town. So and then back, crazy. and then in uh, middle school, we all, you know, because in, in middle school, they would take all the elementary schools in the town. We'd all be together in the big, giant middle school. Mm-hmm. But he told me, he confided in me years later, even after that. He's like, <clears> oh, <throat> man. He's like, I got, I switched schools because of you. <laughs> he's like, it was because of that shit that you said. My yeah. mom thought you were going to kill me. That shit used to. That <laughs> shit. Did that motherfuckers become so soft. I know, right? I mean, it, that's it, funny because that's it, literally, that's, that's like literally an oxymoron. Yeah, that's literally uh, so funny shit. <laughs> But when did they, you know what I mean? Yeah. They used to be some of the funniest motherfuckers. Right. Like, I had, a lot of them are. I used to be a lot, a lot, around of, a lot of, like, the, the fat motherfuckers. Ain't nothing you can say to offend them. Right, Because right. it's already, yeah, it came down to, they already knew Heard what, it. They what, already yeah. knew what was coming. And they were funny to deal with and the fact that they were fat. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it all depends because the fat guy gets told he's fat all the time. And, I mean, shit, I do a joke about it of, like, yeah. It's almost a part of their name, was mm-hmm. Nobody's ever supposed to mention that the girl's fat. The and that's a whole nother yeah. thing. And, you know, body shaming and all that. Yeah, we're not supposed shit. to sit here and, and acknowledge the fact she looks like spilled detergent. The, like, elephant, the, the, to... the elephant in the room, which, speaking of. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible transition. God, I'm going to get killed. Did you fucking hear Lonnie Love and this yeah, bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already got into the debate with some with that some she was saying podcast, about uh, what the black fuck was she saying that black she black men because of slavery cheating because be of slavery and yeah, I think Kevin Hart started all of this because which, it is a documentary. Which I, I love the documentary. The documentary was dope. This mm-hmm. motherfucker is in fucking Rome and doing everywhere, fucking all over the globe, sold out shows, fucking arenas. Uh, that shit's dope, but I did find it a little bit funny during the documentary when he kept like acting like the cheating thing was so big, and it's like, and he acted like he couldn't control it. Like all you had to do was not fuck that hoe. Like <laughs> none of this would have happened. Although I say he is the best, motherfucker. Listen, what the Kevin Hart? The best at taking his life. And making it a fucking movie and making it comedy and making money off of it, basically. Like, his mistakes, he fucking capitalizes off of and fucking monetizes his own mistakes. That shit is amazing. Yeah, he's a good businessman. He's savvy. He's savvy when it comes to that. But nah, for what she was saying of, what what did she say? Black men cheat? Because of slavery. Which is the dumbest shit. That's like somebody saying they cheat because of the Holocaust. Right, then why does every other race of guy cheat? Also, I mean, yeah, that's retarded. Because I'm like, 
I mean, fucking. But I also, I, I never take what dudes or girls say about each other. Like, with the exception of like a bad date here or there. Like, yeah, this motherfucker was this, or he smelled like this, or looked like that. Yeah. It's like, all right, one date, cool. But if you tell me you dated somebody for a period of time, then, you, you, then that says something you. about you. Yeah. Because when she was saying, oh, well, black men cheat, it's like, no, they cheated Shit on you. you. You wasn't doing something. Right. Like, you also look like that. And that's with hair and makeup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you a hot six with hair and makeup. So, shit, I'd have probably cheated on you, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, really, she doesn't read signs well. Of, like, motherfucker never just because they were really fucking you. Yeah. They weren't with you to with begin you. with. Yeah. Yeah. You think you got cheated on. And this dude don't even think he was in a relationship. He's like, what? <laughs> I never dated you. I used to just come over and fuck. <coughs> and you used to give me your car. <laughs> right. And money. money. That's another thing. Chicks with money, I feel like they let themselves get stuck. Like, if they, uh, if a guy's using them for that, they're not going to stop. You know what I mean? Like, but a woman can always use, even if she knows what it is, she can always pl- claim victim later on. Of course. Yes. Women can always claim a victim. He did whatever, and he probably sitting on some other bitch couch. They'll be, like, I I was? they'll be like, I was manipulated. I'm like, you mean you got and game on? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's part of the we game. Yeah, if dude, it's part of the game. As many guys you see like in child support court Finesse. or 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 divorce court who lose half their fucking money or whatever. Yeah. We never sit there and go, I was manipulated. Yeah, exactly. We believe that we were going to be this couple and now I have to pay like no, no. we're not allowed to do that. We just, whatever decision we make, we got to live yeah, with. Yeah, well, that's live why with. I was looking at her and I'm like no, black dudes don't necessarily cheat. There's plenty of black dudes. Like, look at fucking LeBron. No, we do, but look at, like, no, no, men, period, cheat. Period. But I'm saying singling us out women. was the yeah. part that I was like, uh, <clears throat> no. And then she's married to a white dude. So it's right. like, oh, I, I see what this is about. But who's to say that trying LeBron to find a way no to kick us down? Listen, I don't want to insinuate. I think Bill Clinton still gets side pussy to this day. I mean, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, how do we? No one knows. Yeah, you don't know what he's doing, and you don't know what a a, a relationship's uh, agreement is or what they. No, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife, like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, they allegedly have an open marriage. I mean, people. You guys heard about people that? said that, but they didn't clarify what that meant, though. People allude, allude to, that, to that, yeah, but, but they, we we never. They, but they, and y'all, they, y'all, they clarified. Y'all are that y'all are y'all are both right. But all I'm saying is, she said in particular, black successful men, and it's like no, Denzel, fucking Will Smith. You just named another one, Ice Cube. All married to black chicks. They're not out here getting nah, caught up Denzel, in the tabloids. Ooh, I mean, look. I'm just Denzel saying. Denzel bro. I'm just saying. These are allegedly. I'm just no, saying. No, I'm saying. Allegedly. Uh, we're just talking. What I'm saying is no. like. Listen. Listen. Uh, as, as just like you wouldn't. Listen. Just yeah. like you wouldn't want Denzel to sit on a podcast and be like. Ibrahim be doing some things and telling. No, like, I ain't saying he so was. I'm I try to, out there. I try not to tap Takashi Six Nine people's relationship. My thought this whole how, time. How, how would Denzel say it? Oh, I can't even. I mean, I could, but I, I, I could kind of do a Denzel. I do it. Give the fuck. Well, hang on. Well, what, what am I? <laughs> now wait. Hold now. Hold hold on. Denzel hold on, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Now look, Monica, come here, Monica. Look, <laughs> fucking Monica. No, but what I wanted to say, and I was like, kind of, should I say this? Should I not say it? Fuck, and I'm gonna say it. 
if it's a slavery thing, why do Spanish dudes, the number one cheaters on it? Can we, can we all admit? Well, that's... I mean, come on. Still, Hispanic motherfuckers... I want to be number one at everything, so I ain't handing over the crown. Just because... <laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rico is still a plantation. Yeah, I guess. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought her comments were stupid. It is dumb. Like, what are it you is dumb. But the thing about? is, like... I, like all men cheat, or men in general cheat. Like, the podcast I was on, this, this chick tried to make it seem like... Uh, when black men cheat, they they are so disrespectful with it, whatever. They don't do like white so, men do. Like white men are even better at than us at oh, cheating. Wow. Like, are you fucking out of your mind? Like that's how she was talking. I'm like, are you stupid? Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you wore a condom, that's respectful. Yeah. <laughs> Low that's standard so having stupid. ass. So stupid. But yeah, Lonnie Love said that shit, and I'm like, ah, she's a comedian. His, listen, Why not? Man, dude runs five miles. I don't a day, want to shit on her five too Five to eight much. miles a day. He's all over the world. His wife was pregnant. That means he ain't getting no ass, and he's gonna be like, somewhere. Do, do the math. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like, like <laughs> it's a perfect cocktail. A fucking. Well, you know also, what his mean? friend was extorting be- him, so it was a perfect setup. Yeah. They extorted him. Yeah, perfect, none of his supporters around. Him. Kevin Hart, he's famous, and women are beautiful, and just and that's all you need to. You don't even need any of that other shit. Yeah. The pregnant which wife, is, which I don't is care funny. Wife's not pre- I don't care for wife's in the other room. Which is funny. Can, we, can and, we all kind of admit that men get successful for women? Yes. Yeah, like that's all you do is for women. It. It's yeah. everything. That's women. why you go to work. That's why you shower. Even if you don't <laughs> take advantage of it, it's like thanks for inboxing me. Though. That's that's what makes I it appreciate so stupid that. when I hear women complaining about certain shit about what men do. It's like we do it all. We for do you. all of this shit. Yeah. I'm writing we these do, jokes. Yeah, for I'm standing you on stage for the girl I couldn't get in math whatever. class. Exactly. Which That's is, our motivation. That's why it's so dumb when chicks be like, "We don't need men," especially like, I don't, "We, I don't need a man." I don't. I said, "Men don't say that dumb ass." I, I did. I did like. Do. I did no. like that episode of Louis where he broke it down between the uh, black comedians and the white comedians. Did y'all see that? No. Well, Louis sitting at the table and he's like, uh, oh, "We can't, we can't get chicks and or whatever." And he's like, "How can we lack confidence?" And then Godfrey, oh, Godfrey, Godfrey came was? over and all of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> mad so. chicks around the uh-huh. table. Which that is one difference between the comedians. You be around like, and I mean, we we all been around, so we hear the stories of like, you know, weird uh, fucking sexual assault and all this harassment, and you're like, well, who the fuck? And then I think sometimes, especially myself, I be thinking of the black comics that I'm around. Not to say that we're incapable of such a thing, but. I always forget, like, oh shit, those smelly, some of those smelly white open micers are fucking weird. Like, I remember I was at the pair one night, and this dude standing behind one of the comic chicks, and he sniffed her hair. And I'm looking like, I didn't know what to do, because I'm like, if I say something, that's going to be weird. She Mm -hmm. didn't see it, probably don't say nothing. (laughs) Just because, but then I remember looking at him and just being like, what a fucking weirdo. And then he came yeah. over by me later on in the night, and I'm just like, yeah, you fucking weird, dog. Like, what was that? <laughs> he just wanted to sniff a random chick's hair. Yeah, those guys, a lot of those nerds, man. It's like the nerd thing. and Which is like Gwyneth Paltrow's... 
selling pussy scented candles. Like, just get your pussy scented candle and smell that. Yeah, there's a lot of freaks out there, man. Guys buying used underwear and fucking. uh, Yeah. There's dudes who pay women to. There's there's dudes. Bathwater. There's dudes who pay women to uh, have them. These girls talk shit about their dick. They send the girl a picture of their dick and then they pay the girl 100, 150 bucks to be like, yo, your dick is fucking tiny or whatever. What about the guys who pay the girls to fart on? Yeah. That, too, that too. That too. There's chicks who go to Saudi see, Arabia who get pooped on. But, but this is the shit that's bugged out. We're, we're, they're talking about cheaters. Men are always cheating. Men cheat. Men cheat. Why don't women talk about men cheating like we cheat by ourselves? Yeah. Like there's no like, like yeah like we're doing this with some invisible well, bitch yeah, like yeah, we're oh, doing it with point. them. Right. That's a good so point. there's nah, just as many guys and who are cheating. There are women, women who are willing to, willing to be to in that position. Like, yeah. Phil, you had that fucking great joke about R. Kelly special. Like women should respect. How come they didn't respect his marriage? You're like yeah, they didn't yeah. fucking marry man. R. Kelly. Whatever. Exact. Surviving R. Kelly would have been way less parts. There would have been two guys. Don't care about each other, so that creates no. the whole thing. But yeah, yeah it's, it's weird because they do always blame it on us, and it's yeah, like y'all we, cheat, y'all cheat, the, like, he's a clearly famous married man. R. Kelly was. A lot of these dudes are clearly famous and married. Uh, mm-hmm. Obama, Trump, or well, not Obama, but Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, it's, it's just like weird. But, it's always easier to get a job. When but you like got I a said, job. some of these creeps. <laughs> you think that. Obama's jealous of Bill Clinton? What do you mean? Because Bill Clinton, he he's such a known cheater. I think he still cheats and just gets away with it. And Obama, he's like. Obama still got a decent looking yeah, wife. I mean, Bill Clinton looking. was married. What does that to mean? Hillary. What does that mean? Have a decent looking wife. Well, I don't care if you're married to fucking. No, what I'm. I'm You're saying still like, gonna want it. No, I mean, not I mean, fun. but Hillary yeah. ain't shit. Hillary's like, also not fun. Come on, man. But she used Look to get him off like, oh, let's lock the. I'm super saying if Obama's up. jealous of Bill just getting Michelle pussy. Obama's the first fuckable first lady since Jackie O. Yeah, that's true, but that nobody, you know what I mean? But like, that doesn't yeah. matter in terms of cheating. Doesn't matter if you you right. Know what I'm saying? Melania I wouldn't be ain't bad, but that's a lot of surgery. I think Bill. I think Bill Clinton is probably more jealous of Obama. Like you, you were fucking in the White House. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. It smells. Yeah, you were fucking in there. Like he had yeah, to like sneak in the Oval Office. Time Michelle, I'm like, Bill I and Hillary are still together. He's like, no, that that was some shit from Billy. You said yeah. who's still together? The Bill, I'm surprised Barack. Bill and Hillary are still They're together. They're not together. That's but I, for appearances. Yeah, well, I guess for appearances. They don't want to give in to their enemies and shit. Like, ha ha, see. That is Frank Underwood. Do you, and, 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 that was the Underwoods, bro. Do you think with this week or was it this week when Cory Booker dropped? God, I'm so immature. I want to call him Corny Booker every time. <laughs> oh, he is. He is. And Cop, Cop Mala Harris. Uh, uh, do you think Obama brags every time they like he celebrates and lights a cigarette likes, every time a, a black candidate gets put out? Somewhere in the back. Like I told you, there'll never be another nigga like me. <laughs> That's pretty good. Bath Berry. That's that's a, a, <laughs> Bathhouse Barry. Bathhouse Barry, goddamn. As he's known to uh, Alex Jones fans. <laughs> Bathhouse Barry! <laughs> Don't look that shit. Got Blackhawk helicopters. Don't look that shit. How up. about the fucking. The big news this week is fucking uh, uh, Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders. She just lied on him. Did she lie? Yes. I, I didn't quite read well, up on her. Because I, I, I thought she had a chance to take a cheat shot, and then she said, no, he didn't say that. 
Here's what happened. It's coming down to a week away from the primary. They're neck and neck in the polls. I'm talking like 20.1. Yeah. He's like 20.2. So her and her team, they decided to say, oh, last year Bernie came Sexist. to me in a private conversation, which you can't prove. It's a private conversation. Bernie told me that a woman can't win. Hmm. So at the debate, the chick asked, the, the, the woman asked, the moderator asked Bernie, did you say that? He goes, absolutely not. Categorically deny it. I would never say that. He goes, you can find YouTube links of me in 1987 talking to kids, being like, any a woman could be president, blah, 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 blah. So then that same interviewer, after his denial, then turns to Sanders, who's standing right next to him. She goes, how did you feel when Bernie told you a woman couldn't win? She didn't say, what's your response, response to Bernie to denying right, right. that? She just said, how did you feel? It was so fucked up, the audience laughed. Like, the, yeah, that journalism like was, was so bad, clear. the audience laughed. It was clear what they're trying to question. And, you know, she's a proven liar. Who, Warren? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, she did say she was scary. She's a proven liar. Yeah. And $25 Indian excuse me. So, I mean, I just, that shit pissed me off. Nothing really pisses me off these days, politically. I don't care. Yeah, but I that shit, I was like, what the fuck, man? I wanted but to I, throw I the remote she, at the TV. Like, I thought she took the high road, though, with that question. I heard something where she just responded and was like, nah, actually, he didn't say that. No, 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 no. What did. Check out the clip. Yeah, she's like, she's like, she didn't have a conversation said, after the thing? Yeah, they, they, she, she was like, you called me a liar. That was what he's he, like, that we'll, was. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, he's we'll, like, oh, let's we'll, talk about we'll, it. We'll talk we about won't it talk later. later. Let's not do this here. Oh. <laughs> let's not do this yeah, here. Let's, let's not do this here. And then the other guy was like, trying to get in between them. I just wanted to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, and Bernie yeah, just goes, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, good, nice. And he walks away. Yeah, All that shit is boring. At this point, it's like, have a fucking arm wrestling match or some shit. Yeah. Do something. I don't know. Do something. Anything. Uh, I'll ask y'all about this and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, New York. New York City uh, is known for being pretty safe these days. January 1st, they abolished bail for a lot of crimes. Uh, I've seen arson, like small arson was on the list. I think it matters how much shit you burn down, but... A lot of people are really scared that it's going to put a lot of people back on the streets that maybe shouldn't be on the streets. Uh, I don't really know how I feel about it one way or the other. But anyway, uh, off-duty cop, I think, yesterday morning was hit in the face on the train with a bike chain by an on-duty criminal. <laughs> to, by an on-duty criminal. <laughs> can't take good. no days off, man, when you're a cop. You got to fucking... You got to get the fuck out there, man, and make it happen. Uh, so, yeah. Do, do you do you feel like that's something that's going to have the streets, like, more criminals on the street? Well, I know I definitely I would telling, think about smacking them up. What I was telling now. you, Phil, before is that they're focusing on the, like, the dude who got out and then immediately went and stabbed somebody. But they don't mention all the people who just fucking stole a grape at the grocery store and they got to get out. Right. Which is the vast majority of people mm-hmm. that they're arresting. So, me personally, uh, we'll see how it ends up a year from now. Because if everybody, if it gets real wild, you know they're going to redo it or yeah. undo it or whatever. But um, Well, what I think about is the system that money, they just like money. Like the whole thing set up. That's for why money. I was shocked like, that it is because bail is money. So like I, even when you look at like uh, high profile cases, like look at me. Was Mills. it is it that it's automatic bail that you get the opportunity to get bail, or is it you just automatically don't even have to worry? They just release you. 
It's that you await your trial. Now, granted, but you always it's supposed to be nonviolent trial. offenses and small violent oh, it, it, infractions. It, 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 most of the time, it's those people who don't have money to even afford bail. Right. So, yeah, so I mean, they I say like Khalif Browder. Most Crowder. cases, they just yeah. release you without bail anyway. Uh-oh. Most cases, it's just like... Well, yeah, small shit. But then, like I said, I looked at some of the list of the things they were listing was like small arson. Then something called like assault with no injury. And I'm like, oh, so if you uh, hit somebody, but your hit was weak, slap, they'll let you go. Ass like Odell Beckham did. That, that's wild. <laughs> I can't assault believe they really. All assault with no injury is is word of mouth. He hit me. She hit me. Okay. Yeah. That's all that is. Assault with no injury. <coughs> word of mouth assault. Which but is- what, I, what I really read when I read it was basically... Be on alert, man. What the fuck? Because some people be doing some shit that it's just like, hey, man, I don't need 2500 to get bail no more. So watch what the fuck you say to me. Yeah, but shouldn't you always be on alert? Yeah, definitely in fucking New York. Hell yeah. yeah. You better be on fucking alert, man. It's always some shit going on also, in the train. Also, if you do those crimes anyway, you're not thinking about bail. You don't, you don't even care. You're not thinking about none of that shit. You you're not in you your right jail, mind. Man. I know criminals. Criminals don't give a fuck about Uh-oh. the penalties. You're going into your Trumpism, man. <laughs> no, just... I know criminals. I know good criminals. Good on, people look, nobody on knows both criminals. Sides. Nobody knows criminals like I know criminals. Believe <laughs> it. We're going to win the criminal vote. Good people on both sides. Fucking good people. They are impeaching your boy today. Did you see that? <laughs> Yeah, I saw, but he's gonna beat the rap. He's the, the uh, that motherfucker uh, is Teflon. I can't yeah, believe they I, have. I, I they still ain't showed them tax papers yet. He still hasn't showed the tax papers. He's just he's like I say, he's the Suge Knight of presidents. His it's, tweets it's, are fucking insane, motherfucker. The last thing I seen, he said some shit about like he was like, "Yo, I, I fucking made a phone call. I fucked up or something like that." He's <laughs> just like, who tweets? This shit every fucking Dude, day. He's Teflon and all. I, here's my only opinion on Trump. It's the greatest show on earth. Yeah. It's the do Ringling you, Barnum Bailey do you, circus. Do you, do you think at all that like with Bush and how social media has helped more people like him and like soften his image with time that Trump like I say, ten years I from now people will look back on it. I as say less? anything is possible. And I say, if if everybody could love George W. Bush now, who fucking got us Michelle, into three wars. Michelle gave him that candy. Fucking, yeah. The, the, the candy shit, man. This country is so fucking <laughs> stupid. This is and the so dumbest. Forgiving. This is the so forgiving. So and not, forgiving. I, okay, when I say this country is so stupid, not like any other country. I don't know where the genius well, is. It's forgiving to certain people. It's forgiving to certain people. Usually exactly. not my co Exactly. And uh, so, I mean, who the fuck knows? All I know is that... It's weird because people... Feel, I feel like it, it, it's a pendulum and it switches. Like, if they liked you while you were in, they hate you when you're out. Like, Bill Clinton now. Yeah. How people look at him, mass they incarceration and all they that shit. Bush now. But back then, it was cool to say, oh, he's the black president because he smokes weed. Which is just like, oh, shut yeah. the fuck up. So, Have some fucking right. standards. So who knows how society's going to view Trump. What I do think is that his properties and shit are going to be valued more. But that's going to be like 300 years from now. It's going to be like, this was the, this was, it'll be like if George Washington owned hotels. And yeah. You think he's going to win again? Hmm? You think he's going to win again? 100%. I do too. Yeah. If they, if, but if they talk, if he talked this much shit while he's in. When that motherfucker's out, he ain't never yeah, shut And I say he's going to win because I'm watching closely the Democrats. And I'm seeing these guys. I'm watching these debates. 
They're so soft on how to. If you remember Trump's debates, he was like, he was hey. like, yo, your hair is like, fucked like up. Yeah. yeah, he was like, he said to one, he said to the Rand Paul guy, he's mm-hmm. like, yo, I haven't touched your looks. He's like, look, I mean, look at his hair. Like yeah. Trump he was, was just out like, there bow, doing bow, bow, bow. Your mama Bernie, when every mama opportunity <laughs> Bernie gets, when he could have been like, yo, that bitch lied, because that's what Trump would have done. He's like, I don't want to get into that. When yo, Bruh. it's like it's when, when, when that motherfucker brought out. Uh, Bill's accusers. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that might be one of the greatest shit. debate tricks of all. That was the Mario and, and did, a, did a press conference. That was the Mario wailing tic tac. Yeah, that was some wild shit. Bro. Yeah, that it's like who can match that? But I do think Democrats. I don't think you can play dirty. I think it's just like you know how a crazy person on the train is just screaming, right. and you got to just look straight forward. I think you. I don't think you can respond because I think. He does that shit so good. It's like once you start playing this game, he's always going to win it. Once you go to the mud. Yeah. But I, my thing is, this is the reason why I think he's going to win. is because Trump is big business in terms of whenever he tweets, whatever he puts out, it makes everybody money. Yeah. It's, it makes the, it, the news yeah, it's cycle crazy. goes, the twi- Twitter goes, Facebook goes, everyone goes. Even the people who oppose him. Are more famous with him being president. They sell anti-Trump, they anti-Trump buttons, anti-Trump T-shirts, anti-Trump hats. The guys out there across from Trump Tower selling a million. I personally can attend. Not just the tattoo. He remember when he called Hillary Clinton a nasty mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. and that became the biggest hashtag. Oh, yeah, I got that show I did with Wanda Sykes. That right. sketch show. It was called Nasty Women. Wow. If that motherfucker hadn't... He's a Brandon genius. Insulted that bitch. Off the dome, it gave, that gave me... That put money in yo, my yo. fucking pocket. Flew me to LA. He, he called, about, he called uh, Kim Jong, he called him Rocket Man and hung out with the and motherfucker. Then fucking hung out. <laughs> Think about uh, Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters does... She's Auntie Maxine. Yeah, yeah. She does all these TV appearances. Yeah. She gets money. Yeah, Why? She's, she's because she is a man. She's anti-Trump. The moment he's moment you get uh, Andrew Yang or Bernie Sanders or somebody in there, they're gonna be born presidents. No one's gonna make money. You know what was great though too was that that as he gained power and once he won, he had no use for them. Stacey Dash got fired. Uh, Who else got fired? A lot of people got fired. Remember he had the Breitbart dude rolling with him. He Chris, said, Chris Christie. Uh, he uh, said, uh, 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 Christie. Yeah, he said, I, he, he had a Breitbart dude rolling mm-hmm. with him. And he, he said, shit, I no longer need you. Yeah, he used their, he used the, their, the, their, their Yo, do you guys remember when, shit, uh, when, when Christie became like his fucking dog? dog was like, he, he dropped out and then Christie was like, okay, I'll, 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 I'll jump on the Trump train. So he was doing his speech for Trump. He, he was, was introducing him. him. He, he was like, yeah, he was like, guys, Donald Trump. So Trump comes up and he goes, and it was caught on the hot mic. He's like, all right, get on the plane, go home. Get on the plane, go. Go home, go. He's like, okay, okay. He was so hoping to be the vice president. That piece of shit. From, uh, a piece of shit governor. I'm Jersey. So, so I, that's, yeah, I started, that yeah. start questioning that in the same way that we were talking about those documentaries to where it's almost like, do y'all need people to be murdered? Like, oh. we're all watching this shit. Who's making money from this right. shit? Are y'all oh. giving anything to their families it, it just, or anybody? Just, it, it, oh, the I, documentary? I yeah, with saying, the victims. The victims yeah. almost become, like, nothing. Right. Like, we were, like, I'm more alarmed at how fast movies and documentaries are made right after tragedies or right yeah. after a murder. Usually, movie. it used to take years yeah. of yeah. research 
years of talking to people, years of the body don't even the yeah, body not the, even in the ground. Right, and the they're like, yo, we got a documentary. And it's like, oh, we have a doc- that's like one of the things that kind of threw me off back in the day, like around 9 11 or whatever, like yeah. 2002, 2003. Where you had Flight 93 movie. Yeah, like, how right. How the fuck yeah, you have a yeah, Flight 93 yeah, yeah. movie? Already? This shit only happened two years ago. Right. Where's yeah. all the facts? Where's yeah. all, it's like they all literally the, yeah. can get motherfuckers to just write the, oh, we'll fill in the blanks. Yeah. Like I always think about that for 9-11, for Juicy, the song. Oh, yeah. Juicy. Time, time to get paid, blow up like the world. Because you know the DJ went back to work the next day. Played that song and that motherfuckers called. Hey, if you don't turn that shit off, and now every time they play it, they blur out, blow up like the World Trade, which he was talking about the original '93 bombing. Which, by the way, Biggie just got the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which they might have to change the fucking name. And we'll wrap it up on this. Bad Boys Three, we going to see it? Oh hell yeah! I do want to see that shit. I do. I I love the first movie. Martin the and Will together. One, the second one. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. didn't the second that. one. Michael Bay was the second one. The third one is Michael Bay but too. The right? first one. The first one's off. First was off. But it's track. always nothing's ever better than the yeah, first. Yeah, I'm in it purely for the nostalgia. But yeah, I love seeing Martin and Will together. The, 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 what made the first was so special is that th- that movie came out at the same time that Mar- that Fresh Prince was hot and yeah, Martin's yeah. show was hot. Mm-hmm. So you had these two motherfuckers with comedy yeah. shows that came together and made that movie. Fuck yeah. It was almost like the way Red Man and Method Man coming together at that time back yeah. in the day coming out with How High. That's Not funny, the movie yeah. How High, but the song. That's what I was thinking about so, with uh, Chappelle doing the speech and mentioning Tony Woods as his oh, mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, not only do these motherfuckers similar in comedy style, they look similar. Right, it's like right, Michael right. Jordan and Clyde Drexler. Yeah. Where if I was fucking Clyde Drexler, I would have fucking put Michael Jordan ass in a trunk. <laughs> Fuck that, motherfucker. Just average six points more than me. <laughs> and jump a little bit little higher bit than higher. me. You got to fucking go. Clyde, Clyde Drexler ain't had no left hand. <laughs> that was his problem. It might be. And they were thinking about drafting them together, if you know. Mm. And they didn't. They but did, anyway... Yeah. I, I like the interviews Martin and Will are doing the press tours because lot, bro. They, they, did, they did Breakfast Club and yeah. didn't mention Kevin Hart not once. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers is paid and happy. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Because every time somebody fucking goes on Breakfast Club, they, it they starts a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. And Charlemagne tried a few times and Martin and Will was like, you slick, man. I see what you do. Your mm-hmm. eyes are squint a little bit. And you'll ask a nice question. Did he say that to and then you'll, Yeah, he said it to him. He said your eyes will squint a little bit. Uh, and that's how you know you're about to ask some trolling yeah, shit that's going to start yeah. a shit storm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who I've been fucking missing. Uh, Cat Williams. Because that motherfucker <laughs> uh, sets it off. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm still laughing about that last you know interview what? with Wanda. When, when it wasn't even Cat's interview. It was right, Ray right. Grant's was Ray interview. Grant. That's yeah. so great you brought up Cat. Because... Back, harkens me back to the first question you asked me on this podcast. Do I feel like an outlaw? I want to quote Cat Williams because he said something that I identify with so much on every level. He said, he's like, I know a lot of y'all think I'm out there looking for trouble. That's not true. Trouble hides in the bushes looking for me. <laughs> and that's the story of my motherfucking uh, And sometimes it's right in front of a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> or a honey baked ham. Or a honey, honey baked, baked ham. ham. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell everybody where to find you at, Jason. Uh, you, you can find me on at Jason Scoop on everything Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Look me up. Uh, find me as usual at I am Phil Hunt. Uh, 
on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, funnyfield.com, uh, upcoming shows, uh, Monday, Stand Up New York, Martin Luther King Day. I'll be there, you know. That's what he dreamed about. You got any upcoming shows, Jason? Next uh, week. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Out next, next week. week. Um. Yeah. Actually, you mentioned Tony Woods. This isn't confirmed yet, but it's about to be confirmed. So hopefully, fingers crossed. I should be featuring for Tony Woods at the Hartford Funny Bone, twenty nine thirtieth and thirty first. Awesome, Ibrahim. Yeah, Ibrahim Khalif. I b r a h i m k h a l i f on Instagram. Ibrahim Khalif eighty three on Twitter. Ibrahim Khalif on Facebook. Um, I'm upcoming shows. I'm about to leave this motherfucker and go to one right now. Uh, Concussion Comedy, uh, um, West 181st, right? But uh, this don't come out to next week. We oh, get, whatever. We, we missed the creek. <laughs> I got Week at the Creek um, running from MLK Day to the 25th, 7 o'clock. Got a, a great host of uh, comedians that's going to slide through. So. Hey, thanks yeah, for man. listening. Like, share, subscribe, you bastards. <laughs>